it's Friday. Friday! Not to be confused with any other day. Friday. And the GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Coming up on the Upstate Warrior Solution Remote. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. But in the interim, we have other fun stuff to discuss. Like the fact that, uh, you know... I know people that go out and train other people to kill people. And if they do it in a foreign country, they fall under something called ITAR. International Traffic in Arms Regulations. Now, this not only regulates hardware, it regulates software, as in knowledge. So, these people, when they go overseas, they have to conform with the ITAR law, as far as what they're teaching. If they do it at the behest of a government, then that government has to go through our government, then that then we go over there and we do it, right? But it always has to fall under ITAR. Space flight is also a military occupation. And if it isn't a military occupation, which the privatized size of its uh, privatized version of it seems to be much more much more robust and much more uh, effective, uh, they still have to adhere to laws and regulations set out by NASA and ITAR. Now, one such thing is security clearances. You got to be able to get a security clearance, right? You got to pass one. Everybody can be examined for one. The granting of the security clearance comes if you actually meet the criteria. Well, <laughs> the DOJ has decided that SpaceX which has now developed you know, rockets that can go up and throw what it's got to throw and then come back and land on a dime, those guys are not diverse enough. I'm almost certain that the people uh, that work for SpaceX that can make uh, the, the, the primary stage of the liftoff vehicle, make it land, pinpoint, and you know, stick the landing, I'm pretty sure... They weren't hired because they checked a box as far as the diversity scale. They're probably the best and they're probably the brightest. And wouldn't you want that? Because, see, Elon Musk wants to shoot people into space. And if I hold my hand up and say, yeah, Elon, I'll go for you. I want the very best guys he's got. Guys and girls, whoever they may be. And I don't, don't, get, me the, don't get me started on the transgender nonsense. I want the best designing what's going to slingshot me out there. Now, they, the DOJ has decided that he's not hiring enough illegal immigrants. So he's being super discriminatory. They say that they violated the Immigration and Nationality Act between September 2018 and May 2022 by discouraging asylees and refugees from applying to the company and refusing to hire or consider them. Do we have actual examples of illegal immigrants coming up and saying, uh, yeah, SpaceX? I hear you guys are hiring. I'd like to, you know, where's the applications at? Do, do we do we know this? Have Do we have video of them being, no, 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 no. You're not from around here. You're from Guatemala and you're here undocumented. No, you can't work here. 
The complaint contends that Musk and SpaceX's leadership repeatedly made false claims that they couldn't hire anyone who wasn't a U.S. citizen or green card holder because of export control laws, but the Department of Justice argued that those laws do not enforce such restrictions. So they're just big meanies. This is about the feels. And we get this. The lawsuit cited a June 2020 post on X, formerly called Twitter by CEO Musk, to his then 36 million followers that said U.S. law requires at least a green card to be hired at SpaceX as rockets are advanced weapons technology. Which is true! <laughs> At an international conference in 2016, he said SpaceX hires require special permission from the Secretary of Defense or Secretary of State to comply with the international traffic and arms regulations, the suit notes. So basically what he's doing is they have laws and instructions in place for him to hire people at SpaceX. And he's saying, I'm complying with that. And he then he goes out and he complies with that. And then the DOJ steps up and says, well, wait a minute. What's all this compliance going on? So the, the DOJ has decided to come out and state that the hiring practices are discriminatory. Don't we want to be discriminatory? When I, you know, I, I used to see guys all the time coming in, they wanted to come into military intelligence and they had to get a clearance. They had to get a special kind of clearance, top secret with special compartmentalized instructions. And they couldn't stand up to that scrutiny. And that was okay. That didn't make them bad people or anything else. They just went and did something else. They didn't get to work in this particular branch. Big deal. I don't remember anybody coming up and going, you guys, you guys are stingy or anything like that because we actually would have liked to have had more people. But SpaceX is, rock, is a rocket and space company operating in the United States. And this means they have to adhere to U.S. hiring practices. They have to adhere to specific governmental regulations within hiring practices. They have regulations from NASA. Because these are, you know, sort of non-governmental, governmental jobs. And they have to comply with ITAR. So if it's a cook in the kitchen or the rocket engineer, it doesn't matter. You have to meet criteria to be the cook in the kitchen because the cook in the kitchen can catch a lot of talk because, unfortunately, engineers talk a lot. <laughs> when they go to lunch, they're like, you know, I just can't figure this out. So here we have a high-profile company that has to adhere to government hiring regulations, uh, NASA, ITAR, and security clearances. Then maybe there will be illegal immigrants who don't qualify for that because we have to be able to check their background So, uh, let's see. And listen. Okay. You have to pre-qualify people. This is not this is not profiling them. If you get out there and you say, all right, all right, are you a citizen of these United States? And they go, no. Well, did somebody tell SpaceX, well, that automatically disqualifies them from getting a security clearance? So... If that is the case, then why would they take the time to actually even consider anybody who is undocumented, who came into the country illegally? Why would they do that? We also get that they refused to hire qualified asylee and refugee applicants and repeatedly rejected asylee and refugee applicants because of their citizenship status. If they want to join something, they can join the military. These people won't pass the security clearance 
criteria. They can't be hired based on law. So this DOJ thing, this is this is purely political. This is because he get, released the Twitter files out there or the X-Files or whatever they are now. A janitor that works in this place is going to be coming across classified stuff from time to time. He's got to be vetted. They have to pass all the security clearances and then some because they're trying to adhere to national security. And anyone is coming through these porous borders. Why would any company want to hire someone based on their say-so? And for a company like SpaceX that has to adhere to things, uh, well, that, that's really not even a choice to consider. They have to adhere to the regulations. So here we have the DOJ coming after SpaceX for following the law. That's really happening. <laughs> that's really a thing that's happening. ITAR is uh, not a laughing matter when it comes to certain things. There are some things they will not consider. And I mean, they may, they will tell certain people, okay, you can't teach that technique. Because we guard our technique. And we the, the materials and, and the weapon systems and the plans. All these things fall under ITAR. So, anybody doing anything from training people tactically to building rockets, there are things they cannot and they also must do in order to stay compliant and do business in the United States if they want to stay in business and export to foreign countries. So, anyway. Uh, Portland is the latest of the big cities to uh, join the Doom Loop. Exclusive club only reserved for blue cities. Details to follow. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The Doom Loop. You don't ever want to be in the Doom Loop. <laughs> Everybody's homework today is to go and research a, a comedy bit by Steve Martin called The Cruel Shoes. Because that reminds me of The Doom Loop. The Cruel Shoes. The people that were elected... And, well, you know what? I'm, I'm missing. I'm I'm out of my rhythm. Hang on a second. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. You got something you want to chat about, you know. Uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. A lot of people jumping all over that. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and available on the free Odyssey app as a podcast. Come join me. Back to Portland, Oregon, or the Doom Loop. <laughs> because back to these people that were elected and selected by the good people of Portland, Oregon. Apparently, they're like kids who get their first car and just drive it, then everything to change oil or check their, you know, anything. And they're led by a cadre of leftists who thought that this car of uh, the city, they could just rev the engine and see the city magically run itself. And they've driven the city of roses into a doom loop. 
at one time, not so long ago, Portland was the sleepy little town that was turned into a progressive hub for the creative class. They spent billions on 19th century light rail choo-choo trains to convey bus riders to their planned utopia. Plans began to fail, and the more the plans began to fail, the more the planners planned. And because of the hard hand of the planner class, you've got this uh, very entrenched system. Um, wow. Very entrenched system of, uh, you know, corruption in the place. Uh, you know, they, they have this regulatory capture setup going on. And the certitude of those who know better than we do on how to run our lives. And they never really stopped to consider if anyone wanted what they were selling, which is typical of a leftist leader. They went on blithely singing Kumbaya, as they want us to do, and they handed the match to the activist left, and they promptly lit the Molotov cocktail and burned the town down. And now these leaders have regulated and locked down and scared away a third of the downtown office buildings. When San Francisco hit that marker, that was called a doom loop. According to The Real Deal, referred to as a death list among real estate professionals, the documents outline properties that are economically unsustainable. These buildings are troubled assets that are in danger of defaulting on loans and handing them over to the bank. William at Week, the city's lefty weekly, which did the digging to find out how bad the problem is, concluded that Portland is worse off than any other Democrat city in the doom loop roller coaster because of their Antifa and BLM riots. And they write painfully. They were crying when they did it. I'm sure they had to, like, you know, write it two or three times because the ink was running because of the tears, the leftist tears falling on the page with the realization of what they'd done question, and it's a contentious one, is whether Portland is worse than any place else because of blight. Plywood, with, went up during the 2020 protest, still obscures some downtown storefronts. Homeless camps that took root during the pandemic are only now being removed. On some downtown blocks, you're just as likely to see somebody smoking fentanyl as sipping a frappuccino. Now, that's only a contentious question if you exist in this leftist uh, echo chamber where, you know, we say what we say and that's the way it's going to be. Or, you know, if you exist in a world where the DOJ sues you for following the law. The unfortunately named Tina Kotek, their governor, has convened a blue ribbon panel of all the same lefty friends, NGOs, quasi-governmental groups, and favored business owners to fix the problem they spent years cheerleading. Their words. <laughs> she, on August 9th, she said, I don't believe in just setting things up for performative sake. We have to make sure we have something that can produce a product that will be helpful. It's going to be interesting to see what product you can get 47 leftists to, you know, to agree to when they only meet three times. Um, there's this one guy, Bob Ames, he's a former president of First Interstate Bank. He told William at Week that the problem is that Portland is reaping what it sowed. He said the problem with downtown Portland is you don't want to be in downtown Portland. 
We've driven a lot of capital out of here and a lot of tenants. You're not going to book another major employer into this city for a decade. When you grind everything to a stop, right? You're stopping momentum. In the case of the pandemic and the lockdowns, we stopped momentum that had been going on since World War II. We did that. It's had a few hiccups along the way, you know, Arab oil embargoes, recessions, all these other things. But it has chugged along, and then we just shut it down. We just shut it down. Now, the lefties in Portland want to blame it on the COVID hangover. But when you take things in its entirety and you see all the missteps uh, besides the dumb COVID lockdowns, nobody's buying it. And uh, at the very best, what they've been doing to run this city has just been a goat rodeo. Which I don't know how effective goat rodeos are, but that's what it's been. And uh, hmm. the Real Deal reports that loan secured during the last real estate boom marked by low interest rates are now reaching maturity and their value have has diminished while interest rates have surged. And uh, nobody's going to refinance these loans now. Nobody's going to refinance those loans. So uh, off it goes. And Portland just becomes Detroit West Coast. And then before long, we'll start hearing about, hey, you can buy a beautiful penthouse in a building where you have 9,000 square feet for uh, 25 cents per square foot. And then people like you will look at this and say, I could afford that. And that's a great place. I mean, look at the location. Look at this. All I have to do down there is, you know, when I go out and walk around is carry, you know, a long gun. And then you'll get in there and then they'll start to renovate Portland and then it'll come back because this is America. And there are no vacuums in America. Everything always fills the void. Something always comes along. So that's what's about to happen to Portland. So the leftists, you can't be in charge of nothing. That's one thing I learned in PLDC, Primary Leadership Development Course. We had this one sergeant. This guy was good. He was a staff sergeant. Black dude, I mean, the way he could persuade us to see his point of view was magical. And he got out there, and my particular group, my class that I was in, uh, we were, we quite, we had quite the, uh, quite the uh, difference of opinion amongst ourselves. And he found that very stimulating. But then one day he he looked at us and he said, "Listen." And if we were all about to be sergeant or were sergeant, so he referred to all of us as sergeants. He said, listen, um, sergeants, somebody has to be in charge. Somebody has to be the leader. And if you're a leader without followers, that's really messed up. Because now you're just alone, standing out there alone, surrounded by what? But you're alone. And that's what's going to happen to all of these governments that have run these cities into the ground. They're going to be standing there in charge of nothing, in charge of shells of buildings that banks own. With the banks, what, what happens when the banks go out of business? What happens when that fails? You know, inevitably, all these things come tumbling down. When you're up there and you're constantly trying to scotch tape the house of cards, it's going to come down. Somebody watched The Bride of Frankenstein the other day and came up with a splendid idea to where, listen, 
If you're a guy and you want to have babies, we know how to put a uterus in you. Yeah. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You know, I, I look at the medical profession and I understand the need for innovation. There are just some things, though, that uh, I'm not really aware. Well, I guess there might be a subset of Americana asking for this. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and podcast available at the free Odyssey app. I... Uh, Wildcard, if, is there something they can text to get to the podcast that I don't know about? I know Tara has Battleground, that pr prompt that happens. And have I got that in place yet? Uh, I do not think so. I, didn't, I don't either. Nobody told me, so, you know. I would have thunk that would have been part of it. I'll have to ask about that. I'll have to ask about that. So, campers, things are about to get mighty weird out there. <laughs> because the AMA has suggested... In the June issue of the Journal of Ethics, the taxpayers could be put on the hook for a $300,000 surgery to transplant a uterus into a male patient to subsidize the cost of the very expensive and so far theoretical surgery. Which, why stop there? Let's, let's start transplanting all kinds of stuff. Uh... Why would anybody need to do this? Well, first of all, as they put it, it will alleviate the psychological dissonance in the trans patients. So they'll feel better. They'll feel better. When they wake up, <laughs> when they wake up and uh, they have something inserted into their body that they're going to have to make room for, that, you, know, you know, most of us just don't have room for that. Um, and they're laying there, put back together with staples, and they've got a bunch of tubes running into their neck and their chest and all that. They pulled one IV out of my neck that I could drape over the hood of my Ford Expedition at the time. I mean, I, how did they get that in there? I don't know. But that was when I was in the hospital having my heart saved. You know, my heart, I, I tried to drive me into the ground. This is elective. This is an elective surgery. And... It'll take care of the psychological dissonance. You'll feel better. And even better, they seem to believe they may be getting closer to allowing a man to actually get pregnant and deliver a baby. Do not headbutt whatever you're near at this point. Now listen. And I say this with all due respect. I have been in three delivery rooms. And there is no way that I would voluntarily... Sit back and go, well, I want in on some of that action. I'm surprised I can still write with my hand. So, you know, um, I've had kidney stones. I'm told that kidney stones are about as close as you get to the pain of childbirth. If that is the case, ladies, wow, you guys are so tough. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, 
We get this, and I don't know where it's coming from. The American Medical Association has suggested that taxpayers should subsidize uterus transplants worth up to $300,000 to help transgender women get pregnant. Argument, don't you have to have a uterus to be a woman? Huh. On the text line, Bill, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein so his doctors wouldn't go against nature. We need to let these guys read Frankenstein, don't we? Arguments have been made to reduce the cost of the surgery in its Journal of Ethics issue in June titled Patient-Centered Transgender Surgical Care. But the AMA has been criticized for floating the idea and have been accused of holding an activist position. I know exactly how much it costs to have open-heart surgery. $197,000 in 2015. That's how much it cost. I don't know how much it costs now. So it costs more for me to get a uterus than it did for them to get out there, pull a vein out of my leg, weld it to my heart, get out there, do the pressure test, all these other things, and then flip switches and turn me back on after they stopped my heart with a bunch of special operations operators out there that knew everything they were doing, and that's cheaper than getting a uterus. I completely get it. I, I, compl I totally understand. I'm not a doctor, you know. And, uh, you know, there's just some things. These people that we are coddling and this association, which is supposed to be for our good, the American Medical Association, they've been hijacked by activists from the trans movement. And... This is lethal nonsense. What do you do when you get a uterus in somebody? And I'll play your stupid game. What do you do when you do that and then it still doesn't solve their problem and they commit suicide anyway, even though they got a uterus? What do you do? Because we're not, you know, what they're doing now is they're not actually treating the underlying issue here. The entire June issue of the AMA Journal is dedicated to nothing but transgender medical issues. And they make reference to Swedish researchers involved in the initial successful uterus transplant it resulting in live births. Uh, this might lead you to believe that that's actually happened. It hasn't actually happened. The transplants were done using a donor uterus from either a deceased woman on a patient having hers removed for other reasons with the organ being transplanted into a living woman. Not a woman with the love tackle of a man. She already had all the required parts and all they had to do was connect everything up to that uterus. And that's still a medical miracle, but it's not related to the topic at hand. What's it going to connect to? All right. I, I have to go somewhere now and uh, put a blood pressure cuff around my neck. I'm going to tell you the story of an armed citizen that did the right thing. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Ah, well, the GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. 
Streaming live. Why did that happen? Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And I'm going to go to the text line instead of what I said I was going to do because the text line is quite animated right now. And uh, let's bring the upstate into this. Uh, Bill, taxpayer-funded uterus transplants for men. That's a big negative, Ghost Rider. As someone born with a uterus, nothing about having a uterus is comfortable. Young lady, I, I, I totally get it. I, I've, I've observed that over many years. Satan's demons are behind it? Probably. Probably. If they're going to play Dr. Frankenstein, shouldn't they do it for free, not on the taxpayer dime? Ladies, you guys are so tough. Be careful. Bill might get you canceled. Can't go around saying guys. Well, no, you know what? I, that's one thing that I, I'm, I'm completely unconcerned with. Okay? If somebody comes to me because of my vernacular and they want to say to me, you're canceled because you can't say that and you can't say this, I'm just going to look at him and say, I just said it. Now, there's two things that can stop me from saying that. And I don't think you brought either one of them. We, we cannot give in to this theft of language. They're trying, as they do with everything else. I, I mean, look at what the DOJ is doing to, uh, to SpaceX. They're out there and they're perverting the language, prostituting the language in order to say, you guys are complying with the law, so you are mean. <laughs> We can't have that anymore. And this is how crazy the leftists have gone off the rails. Complying with the law is not good enough. <sighs> this is a very good one. Even if they get it in there, how would a male body produce what a baby needs to grow? Well, see, you you just uh, you just hit hit it on the nail there. That's what, what you know. They're going to have to do. It's going to be like yeah, uh, you know. I don't have the answer to that. I really don't. <laughs> did I did I sound like a cartoon character just then with, with all those uh, all those transitions? Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to do it. It almost sounds to me like they're going to stick it in there. They're going to have to connect it to something because otherwise it's just you know like sticking a sponge in there or whatever. It, it it has to be fed blood, right, and oxygen in order for it to. Whatever it's going to do, I could, you know, it, it's a good thing I grow bonsai. That's all I'm going to say. It's a good thing I have that to, uh, to, uh, to get out there and, uh, you know, take my mind off some of this stupidity. Foot bone connects to the leg bone. Uterus bone connects to our wallet bone. That's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. Mr. Frady, why not treat the mental illness? I heard your bottom lip. I heard, I heard take your bottom lip with both hands. That's, that's when I say, you jerk your bottom lip back over your head. Well, that would probably take your mind off whatever your your troubles were if you actually got in that position. You see, men and women have specific needs. Well, yeah. <laughs> men can't handle a uterus. That's probably true. That's probably true. I if if. Kidney stones are truly the closest that we come as men to the pain of childbirth. Whenever I, I haven't had a kidney stone in years, thank God. Um, I gave up soda, so that probably 
has kept that from happening, and I'd only drink water or coffee with an occasional toddy and a, a, a brew here and there, but not really, you know, anything. I, I don't even keep it in the house for the most part. Um, when I've had kidney stones, I've tried to bend myself with hinges that don't exist. I, it, I, I've tried to look like it, it would have been, if I could fold myself into the positions that I want to fold myself into when I'm in the middle of kidney stone pain, it would look like I was a special effect from the thing. So, and ladies just lay there and just sort of take it. They just, they don't, you know, they crush your hand. They get, uh, what are they, I don't even know the terminology. They, they do some things to help them with their pain, of course, and try to take away that pain. But for some reason, um, there's this one movement to just make it about as primitive as you can. And I'm almost certain that those ladies that used to have babies in those primitive ways, they would probably just dream of a beautiful, nice, sterile environment. When my last son was born, I, I don't remember which hospital I was in, but as soon as they get out and uh, it's time to go, all these things start coming out of the walls and ceiling. It's like watching a James Bond movie. And it's all quite scientific and, and easily managed. It is stupendous to watch. It is a scientific marvel, what we can do. When we actually think about doing something good that is a boon for mankind. On the text line, can you imagine the deformity if they somehow were able to give birth to the child? The patient will have to take anti-rejection drugs for the rest of their life. And it is, last one, cheaper to adopt and you'll get to keep your figure. For all of you guys that have decided to be women... Doesn't that matter, your figure? No, it doesn't, because you are mentally ill. And you should be seeking out a psychiatrist, not a surgeon. And get on with your life. Because right now, you don't have to be this unhappy. You do not have to be this unhappy. Back back into the groove when we get back. Armed citizens are talking about that. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 